Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right there, sitting right there, is Nikki Kinzer. How do you know I'm not standing? Because you just had your camera on. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm still sitting. <laughs> Hello. I wouldn't be able to hear you. <laughs> Darn it. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. How was your, uh, how was your holiday? It was great. We, it was we've great. just wrapped up Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and now that yes. we, we haven't talked since then. No, no. Yeah, it was great. How was yours? Oh, it was it was fantastic. We did the usual that we actually ran the turkey trot as a family. Nice. That's a thing now, apparently. That is that's a good thing it's to not, have. It's a first in our in our family. That is a first. Uh, oh. And oh, you know what? I have I actually have another bit of follow up. Can I just tell you about my uh, about my bag? Yes. I got that over Thanksgiving too. I remember I talked about the everyday messenger bag from Peak Design as one of my holiday gifts. Right. Real time follow up. I got it in the mail and it's so great. I've been waiting for it for like six months because of Kickstarter and the way it works. But it is seriously a fantastic bag. If you carry a laptop, an iPad, uh, and, and camera gear, you have to check out this bag. It's so great. It is great. Wow. Everything fits and it's so rugged and all the latches work and are easy to access. Totally well thought out. Merry Christmas to you early. I'm into that. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Well, good. What do you you have? I have a quick reminder for people that have absolutely nothing to do with bags. Oh, good. (laughs) It's a reminder of group coaching because that deadline is coming up on December 29th. So I encourage people to go check out the group coaching um, page and sign up. Enjoy me in 2016. Oh, it's awesome. That's coming right up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to throw that in there yeah. before you do the, and you can find us at, you Oh, know, should I, should probably do that, that now. That's then. the thing that you do at the intro. I do. Yeah. That's a, I, that's a regular thing. Yep. All right. Go, well, let's, go. let's go ahead and do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. we're, we're going to be talking about uh, motivation and getting started and ADHD and how all those things work together. But before we do that, head over yes. to TakeControlADHD.com <laughs> and get to know us a little bit better. Can I get an amen? Uh, you can listen to the show right there on the website. Subscribe to our mailing list on the homepage and uh, you'll get an email with the latest episode each week. Uh, connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD and call us 503-664-4ADD. Get your voice and your thoughts on this show. We really love hearing from you. We really do. In fact, we have. 
Tell us about that. So this is exciting. There's actually a couple of things that I wanted to to talk about that happened on Thanksgiving. So, you know, when you asked me about the holiday, um, the first thing I noticed and I shared on Facebook, um, on Take Control ADHD's Facebook and on my personal Facebook as well, because I was very excited about it and sent you a text too, because it was so <laughs> exciting. According to Healthline, we were rated one of the top ADHD podcasts for 2015. How exciting oh, is that? That's so exciting. Thank you, Health. Line. Oh, thank you, Healthline. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. It was such a nice surprise. I was looking at my Google Analytics out of, you know, just curiosity of where people were finding us. <laughs> and I saw that we were getting some referrals from Healthline. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. Because sometimes those <laughs> referrals are funky. Like you never quite know what you're... You never know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sure enough, there was this lovely blog post about these 10 podcasts. And yeah, so we made the list, which was really, I think for me, you know, and you, Pete, I know it's just exciting to be on a list. I was like, wow, we're on a list. <laughs> That's so cool. So That is cool. That was great. But, and, yeah. it's, and it wasn't just, uh, it, you know, it wasn't just any spot on the list, right? I mean, we were like number two. We were number two. I, that's not too shabby. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. So anyway, thank you, um, Healthline, and thank you for the listeners out there who who listen to this show and, and make it um, inspiring for us to do, which brings me to another piece of feedback that I got on Thanksgiving Day. Got a uh, lovely testimonial email from a listener. Um, and it was just, it was very sweet and very heartfelt. And he told us his story about how he found us and sort of where he was in his life. And I, I that, have never had a testimonial bring a tear to my eye. I, I've yeah. never, that's never happened until now. It was, it was really sweet. Um, just a couple things that he said, you know, this is from him. I can't tell you how helpful you both have been the fantastic shares, your personalities, and just how normal you make things in which I've been struggling with alone for so long. I am so motivated, which motivates us to keep doing the show. <laughs> um, it's just really cool to hear that. It was nice to, to see too, that I think that you know, what he thought wasn't normal. He's starting to feel like, okay, this is a good thing. I'm, I'm seeing my, um, my brain wiring as unique and, and positive, which, you know, that's, that's what we hope for. So I, I just wanted to say thank you, um, for that. It, it meant a lot to both Pete and I, and, um, you know, that it was great. Thank truly, you. That's truly. all I can say is thank yes. you. Yes. All right. More feedback. From our show from last uh, last week, I almost said last year, uh, about the vision. I got a couple of emails, um, one on Facebook, and she wrote, In the spirit of this week's podcast, Creating Your Vision, I have designed my work cubicle as a vision board. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> the walls of my work cube are filled with inspirational quotes, photos, pictures, and phrases that support my vision, goals, and habits I'm working on. My latest favorite quote is, you can have results or excuses, but not both. Oh, and, uh, that's I love so it. good. It, it is good. And I thought what was so ironic about it is I was just thinking not too long ago that I've got to have a place in my office for my favorite quotes, because right now they're buried in my computer and, yeah. you know, out of sight, out of mind. They're not helping me. They're not doing me any good if I don't have them in front of me. So this was actually great inspiration for me um, to get this done. And so I appreciate her putting that on there. You know, it is so easy now. Like, re remember growing up, you get the scholastic kind of thing, you know, you the scholastic mailer and you'd get books and posters and you get the kitten hanging from a branch, you know, yes. and it would have been, right. Yes. Hang in there. Yes. Right. 
Right. It is so easy now to do those for yourself. You know, you find an image that you really like, find a, a photo that you really like from a photographer that you really like, ask their permission or, or buy the image and then and then put your own quote on it and send it over to Fracture and have it printed on glass cheap. You know, there it's such high quality, so easy and hang those up on your wall, an image and a quote that that works well for you, that inspires you, de- decorate your whole place with them. I think that's such a such a great, great way to to, um, to, you know, share what's important in your life in the spaces that are important in your life. And it just reminds you, it's, it's that great reminder, you know, that, that we need every once in a while. So I thought that was, that was fantastic. Um, we also got a voicemail with a question about how to find more time or how to find time to work on their vision. This was a great (laughs) question and it inspired me to actually make that our topic next week. Oh, that's a good one. I am not going to actually talk about that right now. I'm not going to answer that question. I'm so sorry if you're listening, but it is coming. It yeah. is It is coming, I promise. Um, and we are going to have it all dedicated to how to make time next yep. week. So yep. that that is coming. Yeah. So there you have it. That good. was some of our feedback. So well, thank you, everybody, for doing that. So have it keep coming because I think this is a good topic and I think people are interested in it. And we've got some really interesting shows coming up and some blog posts coming up. And so um, I want to keep hearing from you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, so now we're uh, picking up sort of from where we left left off uh, last week around creating a vision. Uh, And um, uh, where do we go from here? Well, it's interesting because I think that, you know, like we said, vision brings us clarity. And a lot of times with um, ADHD, people know what they want. They know what they need to do to do it. They even know how to do it. But for some reason, they're not doing it. <laughs> they yeah. just don't do it. And it's a common frustration I hear um, a lot. And if you're listening, shaking your head right now, like, yeah, that's me. I get it. You know, I know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. You're not the only one. I can um, promise you that. So there's this kind of um, concept here of getting started or what some would call self-activation right? Which Mm -hmm. is an executive function. And so as we already know, um, this just gives you a little bit of reason why this may be hard for you to get started is that, you know, ADHD affects our executive function skills. Um, So because this is an issue, um, it can certainly be a big issue for people who are doing tasks or have to do tasks that they're not interested in, that they don't want to do, right? That are You know, I, I, I totally know this. I, I know this feeling. And to me, it is, it, it's like you have a giant, you know, those, uh, remember that comic strip BC, right? It was yes, that hand-drawn yeah. comic strip, uh-huh. right? And there right. was all, there were always gags about the wheel, the giant concrete wheel and what a miraculous thing it was. To me, uh, when we're talking about self-activation, I imagine the wheel at the top of a hill and there's a little triangle stopper keeping that wheel from rolling down the hill. And what I want is self-activation is me removing that stopper and allowing that, that wheel to just roll down the hill. It, it, will, it will take on its own momentum if I can just remove that stopper. But executive started, yeah. function, uh, when your executive function is impaired, it's not so much that you don't know how to remove the stopper. Executive function is this concept of being being able to think about thinking when it's impaired you can't even see the stopper you don't even recognize it as an impairment right that's the challenge for me that i know it's there i stand there looking at the wheel and i'm rubbing my chin like a dope and i can't figure out how to just kick that little little triangle stopper out from under it to actually get started that is the that's the visual metaphor that really celebrates this whole thing 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, and one of my favorite resources that I want to talk about today um, is around this subject of of getting that little stopper out of the way. Uh, and, and it comes from Dr. Ari Tuckman, and he is the author of More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies um, for Adults with ADHD. Now that's his kind of main book, right? Mm-hmm. But he also has this really cool workbook and uh, it's called Understand Your Brain, Get More Done. And uh, he has a whole chapter on self-activation. So I think it's terrific. So we'll put both of these um, references in our show notes so that you have them. Um, But what he starts out talking about in this first chapter uh, is he he starts explaining the pressures that we feel when we have to complete tasks. So it really becomes like this external pressure or this internal pressure, which is sort of like motivators too, right? Mm -hmm, They're kind mm -hmm. of the same thing. But that external pressure is coming from people. Like if we know that somebody's waiting for something or there's a a harsh deadline, a real deadline, then that's that external pressure that we have to have to get going. The internal pressure is the stuff that we want to do that we care about. You know, we talked about hyper-focus. It's really easy to start projects that we're interested in, mm-hmm. right? We have no problem with that. Um, but what happens and what, what is really difficult is that if we don't have an external pressure and it, and we're only relying on our internal pressure, then that's where we really get stuck and you really don't see the stopper, right? Because it's just, it's not enough. It's almost just not enough. You have to work harder. Right. Um, so, you know, in my own opinion, from doing some of this work with my, my, um, clients, you know, I think that the first thing that we can do about that, and again, I'm going to keep going back to your um, visualization on this with the stopper is we have to, we have to become aware that there is a stopper there, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of take a step back and look at what we're avoiding. Why are we avoiding it? What are the reasons that are holding us back? And it kind of goes back to dealing with, with procrastination in general. Um, do we know what the first step is? Do, you know, is it too hard? It, uh, you know, what are these things that are holding us back? Um, and also I think reevaluating what our true motivators are because because, you know, is it something you should do? Is it something that you have to do? You know, we've had a conversation about that in the mm-hmm. past too. Um, but really getting a, a good idea of, of what our motive, you know, what is motivating us, what's driving us. And so there's some reflection that has to happen, a little bit of awareness that has to happen. I, this is one of those that ties in. I, I almost feel like this is a part one, uh, just of this concept of you know making time to to think about this stuff that we're going to be talking about more next week. Yeah. Because you know how important is it that we that we actually make not just the the physical kind of logistical time and space, but the emotional time and space to to stop and reflect. That is so hard to do. It is. And yeah. when you and when you don't even see the stopper. You yeah. don't, you don't even know what you're missing, but I think you do eventually see the stopper mm-hmm. because something's going to happen. That's going to make that's That's going to remind you that, Oh, I didn't get that done. And it was right. due. Well, and unfortunately, <laughs> exactly. And unfortunately that comes at, at a cost, right? Usually there's pain associated with it somehow that kicks you into gear. And, and I think that is, that's really important is the, all, everything we're trying to do here is get ahead of the pain. 
It is. And this, and and it's such a good point because it actually brings to my second thought about Dr. Tuckman's workbook is one of the things that I really liked about what he said is that we are more motivated by working for things that we can see that we gain from rather than trying to avoid something bad happening. So, you know, I think that it's that shift of perspective of let's, let's work towards this. Let's get started on this because I'm going to gain this, this, and this Mm -hmm. versus, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job if I don't do this. I mean, it's, it's a much better motivator and nicer approach, right? To think about, I'm going to, uh, you know, build my credibility. People are going to trust me because I'm going to get this done on time versus, I may get fired yeah. if I don't get it done. Yeah. So it's, it, there's a little bit of shifting, which again is has to be conscious. It has to be an effort from you that you are mindfully going into, right? So that again, it's taking work. It's taking mm-hmm. work. So there's lots of different strategies in his workbook. So I highly recommend you checking that out. Um, I have three strategies that I've done personally uh, with my own life and also I suggest doing with uh, clients. And uh, one of them, and we've talked about this so many times, but I can't talk about it enough, Pete, right? Because it's so important. Mm. So one of the biggest reasons people get so overwhelmed is because they they look at the big project and they they can't they can't get it into smaller pieces. So, um, that is really hard to get started on something, even if you really want to do it when you can't see what that first step is. So the, the first strategy here is really just breaking down those projects and getting help doing it. You don't have to do it by yourself. Um, and so, you know, being clear again on what your vision is, what do you want to do, and then figuring out what resources you need, um, what, where can you delegate, what kind of help do you, you know, what what's going to get you from one side of the bridge to the other, right? We talked yeah, about that. Absolutely. Um, and then something that I was that I heard on a podcast a long time ago, and I, I I'm so sorry because I cannot remember who said this, and I wish I could remember, but it was such a great concept. Is what is the smallest point of entry to get you started? And Ooh. so we are not looking at. Um, I'm just going to use organization. We're not, you know, we're not saying organize your whole office. Maybe we're saying that we put the the papers that are on the, the floor onto the desk. Yeah. Oh yeah. That might be a step enough. Yeah. That's the smallest point of entry. But what it does is it builds your self-esteem. It builds your momentum and it's moving you forward, even though it's tiny, tiny step and it may not feel like it's much, it's better than not doing anything. And what do people do when they get overwhelmed? They don't do anything. Yeah, they get up in a cycle of self sort of judgment, right? And and yes. I think that's a real what I'm hearing is that lesson, don't judge your own steps. Right. Because right. whatever it takes to move forward is whatever it takes to move forward. No matter how small it is, it's yeah. something. It's something. And it could be just that you're thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be that you're consciously making an effort to think about it instead of ignoring it. So again, it yep. doesn't matter what it is. Uh, my second strategy is, is that accountability partner, Pete, you know, how important I think this is, um, you know, it it can be a coach, it can be an organizer, it could be a friend, it could be a parent, it could be anybody, it doesn't matter, but having that accountability person, having that person to do this with, you know, so you're not alone, um, giving them your experiences, telling them what you're doing, um, just uh, all of that can be that extra motivator. And that's what we're looking for. Because we know that 
the internal motivators may not be enough. And so that's what we're looking at is we're looking at what else can motivate us and that accountability partner might be what it is. So it's something to consider. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this kind of goes into breaking projects down into smaller tasks, but it's just working in small chunks of time. Mm -hmm. It is so much easier to tackle something for just five minutes than it is to say that you're going to dedicate your whole day for it. Right. Truly. And especially if you get over the judgment piece. Exactly. Because yeah. then you're not judging your use of time. That's what I do. I judge how I'm best using my time when I'm, when I'm in a place of kind of desperation. Right. Right. That's an interesting, yeah. that, that might be a podcast uh, topic right there. There you go. That, that's interesting. With my compliments. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff there, Pete. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm full of it. Uh, but definitely setting yourself up for success by being realistic and just saying, I'm only going to work on this for five minutes. Don't don't ask me to do it for a half a day. I'm not going to yeah. do it. So you're, yeah, you're taking the judgment out of it. You're making the decision that that's how you're going to spend your time. And it's okay because again, you're making some progress, even though it may be small, we're not, you know, and, and it may, may take you some time to be, um, finished with this project, but that's okay. It's, it's, you know, not a race if you're not working under a harsh deadline. That's right. So, uh, that's something that I think is important. And then I found a couple of strategies that was in, um, the book that, that I was talking about the workbook that I have not tried and I thought were really interesting. And I wanted to throw those out. Um, one of them is he says to test whether quality goes up from starting earlier. And so he says, if you feel that certain tasks don't work out well anyway, when you do start them earlier, run a, a science experiment, give it a try and see what happens. Oh, uh, I think I see where you're going here. Well, it's interesting because you know, when I talk to clients about this and sometimes the, the, the subject or the topic will be, okay, I've got a project that's due at the end of the month. How do I make sure that I don't wait until the last minute to do it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I, and, and I talk to clients a lot about when they're practicing new strategies to, to, to look at it as just practice, right? Again, we want to take that judgment away from whatever the outcome is, because there may not be a right or wrong. We're just practicing. There's less right. pressure here. We're just trying to see what's happening here. And that's what he's saying too, is that if you believe that it doesn't matter, let's check it, let's check it out and see if it does or doesn't. Yeah. And, and I think that that gives you a little bit of a challenge, which ADHD likes challenges. So this could be a positive external uh, motivator, because, again, that's what we're looking for here. We're looking for what's going to motivate us um, by doing this experiment and looking at does it does the quality make a difference? Um, do, what about your stress level? Did that go down by working on it earlier? You know, was it worth it? And what are your insights? So it's really kind of taking this experiment and then analyzing at the end and, and really seeing what happened. I really yeah. like, no, I, I like it too. I think that's a, I think that's an incredibly difficult thing to do because for a lot of us, we're, we've, we've gone ahead and conditioned ourselves to working, uh, in this way, uh, you know, that is, that is not conducive to low stress and being on time. Uh, and, and that's a muscle that we've developed and it's inadvertent, but it's there. And I, right. I think that's the, that's the thing to look out for, to recognize that it feels uncomfortable when you try it because it's uncomfortable when you try it. Right? Because <laughs> it's, it is. You're it's not doing it wrong if it hurts, right? <laughs> that's right. That's exactly so. right. Uh, the second one that I thought was really interesting, and I love this, is he says, dump the losers. 
I love it. Oh, Dump yeah. losers. He says a busy life tends to create a full to-do list, not enough hours to get it done. Do you have tasks that you could just be that could just be dropped? If you decide that you're just never going to get something done that just isn't important enough, then dump it and don't look back. Keeping too many marginally important tasks hanging around will just distract you from the more important ones and stress you out in the meantime. You know what I think this is? What is it? It's project clutter. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it's noise that you do not need. So dump the losers and don't look back. I love that. And I, you know, and again, I think that going back to none of this is easy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it can be really difficult to know what the losers are and trying to make those decisions. I get that. And again, you know, ask for help if you need to, but I just think that the point is great is that every project that we have, sometimes we just don't really need to do all of them. Um, they don't all have the the same level of importance. And so, um, getting rid of the stuff that's noise, I think is, is great. So I, I think it's worth trying. I do too. I think it's really, really great. And, and, you know, I, I, I like to think that I am, I, I sort of have a system in mind, but as you talk about this, like my system of the weekly review and the monthly re- review, it's all about, um, you know, how am I going to fit what's already on my list, the projects I already have on my list into the time that's available. And it's pretty rare that I actually stop and say, is this project actually still important to me? I need to work that into my workflow too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's That's good stuff, Nikki Kinzer. Uh, So next week, we are going back to this voicemail. We're going to talk about finding the time. So uh, we'll pick up pretty much where we left off here next week. That's our plan. Yes. All right. Take a listen. Please uh, ask us, uh, post your questions on Facebook or Twitter uh, or send us an email or comment on the website. We would love to hear how you are handling these issues. They are so big and so important. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, And you are going to be writing more about this stuff in the next couple of weeks on the blog, too. So don't forget, uh, subscribe to to the site uh, and click that button and and make sure that you don't miss a single thing. Those emails are working. I get them. Yep. All right. I Uh, I guess that's it. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. Thank you, everybody, for listening, writing, downloading, subscribing, all of the above. We love hearing from you. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.